Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Usually when we give our market updates, we're talking about the price of corn, soybeans, or our commodity inputs, expenses. But there's also some important insurance market updates that farmers and agribusinesses should know about. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report, and Jen Pino-Gallagher is in studio with us. She's the Director of Food and Agribusiness Practice at M3 Insurance. And Jen, you've thoughtfully divided this conversation into two areas in which an agribusiness is impacted by what's happening in the insurance market, your people and your products. And let's start with managing people and keeping your employees up to speed on risks. Jen, take it away. So business email compromise. A lot of people have heard about business email compromise as as it relates to uh, an employee being tricked into sending funds to a bank account of a fraudster who then takes those funds and runs with it. Well, the FBI uh, issued an advisory at the end of last year. They issued it jointly with the USDA and the FDA, which is pretty unusual. And the reason why they joined forces with the USDA and FDA to get the word out is because business email compromise is now being used to actually steal products. So fraudsters are duping uh, employees at like, let's say a food processor or a dairy processor into actually shipping hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of product to fraudsters. Uh, For example, in the cybersecurity advisory that the FBI sent out, they mentioned that um, in early 2022, four different fraudulent companies placed large orders for whole milk powder and non-fat dry milk from a food manufacturer. The orders were valued at almost $600,000. They were picked up by the by the fraudsters. The victim company was unaware that something was wrong until they didn't receive payment, and that was that uh, fraud was uh, executed through uh, duping an employee into thinking that a request was coming from a legitimate customer. Jen, that made my jaw drop. And you're probably thinking this could never happen to me, but it can happen to anyone. But there are measures that a business can put in place to make sure that this doesn't happen. Jen, what's your advice? Well, training is key. Uh, Training your employees on how to spot fraudulent emails. A lot of times these emails look very similar to an email coming from an existing customer. Always look to double check that it is actually coming from the existing customer. So training is really important. Um, uh, Another uh, thing to look at is talk to your insurance broker to make sure that if you are a victim of this type of fraud, make sure it's covered under your cyber policy or your crime policy. Because certainly you don't want to add insult to injury and and lose hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of product and then also discover that they aren't covered. So training and talking to your broker. Switching over to a separate topic when it comes to trends in the insurance industry, uncertainty right now regarding product insurance here in Wisconsin. And Jen, this results from a Wisconsin Supreme Court case. Can you give us some more details on what's happening there? I will. So uh, let's go back in time to 2016. The Wisconsin Supreme Court heard a case in 2016 and ruled on a case. It's called Wisconsin Pharmacol versus Nebraska Cultures. The case involved um, the incorporation of um, a product into a supplement tablet. It was the incorrect product. As a result, the supplement tablet had to be recalled. So a court case ensued about whether that claim would be covered under the insurance. This court ruled that integrating a defective product did not constitute property damage. 
So as a result, food processors in the state of Wisconsin are left with uncertainty about whether their product liability claims will be covered. So to give you an example, let's say a dairy processor sends whey protein powder. It's contaminated or it has something in it that causes it to damage the granola bar that it goes into. Before 2016, the expectation is that is that, that claim would be covered by insurance. But now, given the Supreme Court ruling, it's creating uncertainty as to whether the claim would actually be covered. What's the message maybe to put agribusinesses at ease about whether or not uh, their products are covered in, in this case? So there, there are now um, a limited number of insurance solutions to fix this coverage gap. So the most important thing, if you are a, a food processor, a dairy, pro- dairy processor, making any type of ingredient that goes into a finished product, be aware that this court case exists. Be aware that it's creating uncertainty and talk to it about your insurance uh, with your insurance broker. There are insurance product solutions that will fill this gap to help minimize the uncertainty should a claim arise. So there is a a challenge out there created by the Supreme Court case, but there are also now some solutions available to food processors. Jen Pino Gallagher taking some time in studio with us. She's the director of food and agribusiness practice at M3 Insurance, offering some insight into the trends she's seeing in the insurance industry that impacts farmers and agribusinesses. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.